Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, Linda. Welcome to another Friday from the Kitchen. It's Friday. Yay. Yay. It's been another interesting week in lockdown. Lockdown. Lockdown, social distancing, and but you've been cooking and it has been very nice, I must say. Yeah, a few things. Got a few things out this week. Got to the market. It was actually good going after Easter when there was no one there. So that was good. Got to the market, bought a few things. Did a few different things, did some steam, did some combi cooking, did a tutorial on polenta. I don't know why, I just decided that that's what I wanted to do. Um, Because I think, as I say in the tutorial, it's one of the most delicious things if it's done right. It's not difficult, but it can be time consuming. So, you know, a bit of a... A hack is using your steam oven um, right through the cooking process. So, I mean, you start it off traditionally, but then you throw it in the steam oven rather than stand there and stir it like you would a risotto. So, yes, I wanted to do that, so that's why I did it. (laughs) Well, uh, you may be a little bit psychic there, Paul, because I was uh, lucky enough to take home some of your leftovers from the lamb ragu and polenta that you made. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic. And Dougie was so excited. It was great. And we had some leftover polenta. And I know um, on the night you said, you know, how much water to put in the pot. And I think I doubled it after thinking, no, that couldn't be enough. Well, it was then a little bit runny, but still very, very tasty. So it was um, it was fantastic. But I was going to ask you, I, I deliberately kept a little bit aside so that we could try to make maybe chips with it or cook it up in a different way because I'd seen people do that Mm. but ours was a uh, kind of mess in the in the fry pan it just kind of merged into one the little cuts that I made all merged into one and it was very tasty it was very nice the polenta and the cheese kind of went a little bit brown which was very very tasty but what do we do wrong yeah so what you're saying is it looked like a dog's breakfast it did. And we started off with such great promise because you'd made it. And yes, well, I mean, what you did wrong was you, you didn't wait for the video to come out before you actually <laughs> attempted to do anything, even though I gave you a bunch of leftover polenta. Um, so in the video, if you watch it, and I suggest Linda. Have you actually done it? Is it ready to yeah. go up? Okay. Um, so I talk about ratios of liquid to polenta itself. And the different ratios that you want, depending on what end result you want. So for what I wanted for that dish was something that was sort of pourable, um, that didn't set up too hard on purpose. Now, if I wanted to create chips out of it, I would have changed the liquid to polenta ratio and made it firmer. So, and let it set in the fridge and then chopped it. And at that stage, if you make it firmer, you don't actually need to add anything. So your only saving saviour could have been maybe giving it a quick dredge in flour. Um, But I still don't think it would have worked because 
it was probably just the right consistency when I gave it to you and by the time it sat in the fridge and set and then when you got home I told you to add a little bit of water and then you added more it was never going to happen it was yeah. never ever going to happen it was really tasty but it was a little bit runny yeah. compared to what I tasted when you gave it to me after taking the photos yeah it was uh, different but very tasty still it doesn't seem to matter really how runny it was or how how soft I know but you were the, like you were after trying to fry well that was yeah last fried night. into chips the first or, or, night we had know, it uh, bits was just fantastic but yeah was it the right ratio for you to no. attempt to do that originally so it was never going to happen okay yeah well I'll say that to Dougie when I get home tonight but yeah. it was never going to happen Dougie well we started off with the wrong with yeah. the wrong polenta to yes ratio to, to liquid liquid ratio yeah. thank you yeah but, um, so yeah, okay. Well, there you go. That answers my question. But I didn't know you were doing a polenta video. Yeah, I didn't know until I d- did it. Because I wanted to do I just It's one of those things that I just, like, I will sit and have a bowl of polenta for dinner. I love it. Like, properly, properly love it. Um, I'm not suggesting that anyone should do that all the time, but it's... Well, I'm guessing there's a few packets out there in people's pantries after the. Well, quite possibly, um, and it can be uh, like heavy days of shopping. Yeah, you yeah. can use it for a lot of stuff too. I mean, I use it um, when I'm making gnocchi. Rather than put flour on the board, I'll put um, polenta down on the board so the gnocchi doesn't stick when you after you've rolled it out and just before you cook it. Same can be said for doing a pizza dough. You can just throw a bit on your pizza stone, and it'll stop the pizza dough from sticking. Okay. Um, I mean, it, you can crumb fish with it like as is so yeah it's quite versatile but you know proper polenta done sort of non a home style way is you know a 45 minute hour process of standing there stirring and while you know that process is correct I kind of there are a few issues with it by you know cooking on a stovetop you're evaporating liquid so it's getting thicker and thicker and thicker which once you get a perfect consistency you don't want it to get any thicker so I kind of figure well why don't we just it still needs to cook and the grain still needs to well grain the corn still needs to plump why not use our steam oven to do it so that's what we've done great and I'm well I'm looking forward to watching the video now that I know it's there yes but I imagine it's like the risotto when for years we'd stood over the stove stirring it we and should probably do a tutorial on that too, actually. We've got a few recipes there, but maybe mm. a, a reason, you know, explaining why we choose to do it like that. Because, I mean, in the first one we did, I outlined within the video that it is by no stretch a traditional methodology of doing a risotto, which is adding a little bit of stock and stirring and doing all that. But it still started off and finished traditionally. It's just the middle section of the cooking. And that's... We've talked about it before previously where you're using your steam oven as a, a bit of a tool rather than, you know, a cooking. I mean, although it's cooking, it's, it's almost used like a kitchen appliance, a benchtop appliance, if you like, you know. You, I think it's one of the first recipes you did for cooking with steam. And I think in those days, Ruby the Wonder Cat was walking behind you. Probably. And the tip of her tail is in that video. Yeah. It's a sort of a where's Wally moment. But, <laughs> but uh, she used to like hanging around you when you were cooking mm. the um and the trail for looking for a logitech c90 deepens as you've now found C920. a contact oh c920 yeah, yeah. thanks um well you've now this, found maybe a contact in new zealand yeah it's there's possibility go new zealand yeah 
there's possibilities that there's one in a store in New Zealand. Um, and the reason that it's in the store is because no one's allowed access to stores over there. There's stage four. So, oh. yeah, the stores aren't open. And what appliance retailers are doing is just delivering uh, essential items. So fridges, washing machines, freezers, microwaves. This is not considered it an essential is. item. Well, it's not. Well, in um, Australia it is because that's how everyone's working from home and attending meetings. Which is why they're as rare as hen's teeth. But anyway, the, we'll see how we go. We'll see. I hope there's no ski masks and uh, the dead of night involved in this, Paul. No, no, no. no. Oh, it's all above board. Excellent. All above board. Nice to hear that. Yes. Well, that's uh, another week in cooking with steam and uh, from the kitchen. So... Thanks for that, Paul, and we look forward Thanks, to Linda. cooking next week. Maybe some bread. Yeah, I did bread tutorial this week, just a very basic one as well. I really haven't listened, have I, to what you've so, been doing in your day? Sorry um, about. <laughs> no, just a really basic base level bread, and the reason I did that was I we had a look at um, what people were looking at on YouTube, so we had a quick look at what they what the most sort of downloaded recipe was and. It was a bread, a simple bread recipe. So I thought, well, why not just expand on that and maybe, in, you know, show some, something a little bit different, but not complicated. We're talking instant packet yeast and, you know, plain flour and salt and water and just kneading and very simple techniques. So I'll hopefully get that edited and out sooner rather than later. Oh, great. Well, thank you for that. Have a great weekend, uh, Paul, and everyone out there listening. Stay safe, stay home, stay, stay well. Stay cooking. That's it. Bye, everyone. See ya. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe. And for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com. Mm-hmm.